Welcome to Gun Freedom Radio. I am your host, Cheryl Todd, and I am very excited to be sitting down today for a fairly in-depth discussion with someone who honestly needs very little, if any, introduction. But our guest today is Lieutenant Colonel David Grossman. Now, David Grossman is a U.S. Army. Uh, he's retired. Thank you for your service, sir. He is the director of Killology Research Group, an author, a speaker, former West Point psychology professor, and all of this geared toward this one goal. We must protect the children who have been entrusted to our care. Welcome to Gun Freedom Radio. Well done, Cheryl, and nice beginning. You're the Lone Ranger today, firing silver bullets of truth and justice in the, in the media world today. I'm so glad to have you on board, and I'm so proud to be a part of what you're doing. I honor you, and I honor your listeners who are just doing a, who, who are seeking deeper knowledge and greater information. I'm so proud to be on board with you. And of course, what's occurring right now in the news are uh, two major massacres, a whacked out uh, right-winger, if you will, in El Paso, whacked out left-winger in Ohio, uh, committing mass murders. And, and, and what is the common denominator? And just real quick, I wanna just get your audiences in here. You know what, front page article, USA Today, last October, uh, study confirms link between violent video games and physical aggression. Mm. Every major medical, psychiatric, psychological group has made definitive statements, the new factor, it is something fundamentally new is happening, and you ask yourself, what is the new factor? And the, the sick TV shows, the sick movies, and especially the sick video games are the new factor, and it is worldwide. The big lie out there is, well, it's not happening in another nation. Yes, it is. It's just being censored. You know, here we've got nine kids murdered in a school in China, a middle school in China. Nine kids murdered with a knife. Well, why wasn't that headline news? Well, because it's only happened in America. And, and, and it's only happening because of guns. Here's, a, here's last October. So last October, we had a, a mass murder in a college in Russia. 20 dead, 20 dead mm. in a college in Russia. We got, we got uh, more than 50 wounded. Russia had their own Virginia Tech, and it didn't even hit the news. Google uh, Russia College Massacre, Crimea. It'll come up, didn't even hit the news. So what's happening is this is worldwide. These juvenile mass murders are happening around the planet. Here is a, go to Wikipedia, any of your listeners, go to Wikipedia, look up the most homicidal nations in the world. I, I printed out the first 22. And of the 22 most homicidal nations in the world, the only ones that have any gun rights is Brazil and South Africa with limited gun rights. Anywhere you look at nations with unarmed citizens, you see empowered criminals. I mean, look on that list of 22 most violent nations in the world and tell me how, gun, how the, the gun laws worked out for them. Here's Mexico, a, a nation that's been denied any right to protect themselves who, who are condemning us. Now, how are those gun laws working out for Mexico? You know, so the, the point becomes that this is a worldwide phenomenon and information that would say so is just being filtered out. And the media has his blood on their hands and they will systematically filter any information that points a finger back at them. They have this blood on their hands. Of course, the key, the key dynamic is my book, Assassination Generation. I gave a copy to the president after the Parkland massacre. I was in the White House 
President Roundtable on Violent Video Games. The video game industry told the president, sir, we have a rating system. We enforce the rating system. I said, Mr. President, these guys are lying to you. It's all in my book. Slid a copy across the table to the president. I, I said, these guys refuse to enforce their rating systems. Uh, one of the most popular games on the planet, 200 million people playing a game called Fortnite. Uh, it's hyper addictive. Now, 200 million people play the game. We do this and 0.5% say, well, that's a good time to quit the game. So they never do that again. We do this and absolutely nobody quits the game. So they do more of that. It's an interactive feedback loop to make these games impossible to turn off. Adults play in the games until they die. Adults mess themselves and wet themselves while they're sitting because they can't leave the game. These are digital crack. 15% of all divorces in America, video games are the cause. And, 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 and 15%, you know, the spouse says, what's more important, the game or me? Now, that's easy, the game. We're divorced. And, and, and so these, these games are destroying adults. Children are being eaten alive by these games. And the industry fought all the way to the Supreme Court. It's all in my book, Assassination Generation. The video game industry fought all the way to the Supreme Court. They fought dirty. They have vast amounts of money uh, to, to sell any game to any child at any age. So recognize this is worldwide. There's one new factor. And the information that is not coming out is about the sick video games, the sick TV shows and movies. And it is not going away until we stop feeding the sick stuff to our children. And I tell my, anytime I'm online, I tell people that guns didn't change. You know, here's an M1 carbine. Hundreds of thousands of flooded America after World War II. It'll do the same thing an AR-15 does. 30-round magazine, semi-automatic military weapon, M1 carbine. After World War II, hundreds of thousands flooded America. It, the guns didn't change. Mm -hmm. You know, double-stack, high-capacity, nine-millimeter pistol. What about a Browning High Power? Came out in 1935. Thousands and thousands flooded America after World War II. Again, the guns didn't change. We changed. Our children changed. I co-authored a book with Glenn Beck called Control. I, I wrote a good third of the book. Uh, uh, a New York Times bestseller, uh, Control, not one single review. You can attack a bestseller. What you cannot do is completely refuse to even mention it. This mm -hmm. is the shift that we're facing. These crimes are happening worldwide. And, and the guns didn't change. We changed. Nature of the most rigid gun laws see the most horrendous massacres. And yet the industry that has blood on their hands, they've got to point the finger somewhere else. And so they say it's all about the guns when the truth is that armed citizens is the only thing that's stopping us from being Mexico. Well, you touched on several really important points, and I think you've helped me understand the video game angle better than I, I had previously. Because it, being you know in this Second Amendment world and, and owning a, a firearm store, AZ Firearms, often I just hear the blame, right? So people just want to blame something. So it's either the gun or it's uh, this umbrella thing called mental health. That's the new catch word, right? The new catch phrase. Um, or they want to blame video games. And I know lots of people who uh, love video games, play a lot of video games, and they're, you know, they are not uh, marching around, you know, mowing people down with 
um, whatever, whether it's uh, bombs made out of pressure cookers or whether it's, um, you know, a, a van they rented and they're barreling down a, a sidewalk killing people or whether they picked up a firearm. Um, but you're talking about something very different. It's, it's the addiction to a video game. Um, and when you talked about how the video game, they, they adjust it, it sounded like you said almost in real time, the, the people that develop the video game, so that it stays as interactive and addictive as possible. And I'm thinking, well, that's almost like Facebook. Like there's a ding, there's a, a click, there's a something that just keeps pulling you back into uh, your focus being on that, that little handheld something or sitting in front of a, a, a television in that way with your video game. And uh, I mean adults if adults can be lured and drawn into this addiction then i can only imagine uh the young minds of um our children and our teenagers amen amen and most video gamers most adult video gamers will agree that children shouldn't have access to these violent games and and so nobody should be telling adults what they can or cannot do nobody should be talking book banning or or free speech but violent visual imagery marketed to children has an immediate impact on their brains. We got brain scan data from around the planet. Violent visual imagery inflicted upon children. Their body treats it like it's real. They go into a fight or flight mode. And, and so that's the new focal point. But here's another dynamic. These, you mentioned Facebook. Uh, we talk about, about cell phones and the video games they all create sleep deprivation. Mm. We're in the middle of a civilization-wide epidemic of sleep deprivation. Mm. Now, sleep deprivation creates uh, impaired judgment. And to, sleep deprivation is a key predictor of suicide. To take your life is not a natural act. Every living creature is a powerful drive to self-preservation. But you've, you've got to have profoundly impaired judgment to take your life. So alcohol, uh, very, very deep, profound depression, but one of the most pervasive forms of impaired judgment is sleep deprivation. Mm -hmm. After 18 hours without sleep, your kid has impaired judgment equal to 0.08 legally drunk. Mm -hmm. After 24 hours without sleep, your impaired judgment equal to 0.10 above legally drunk for impaired judgment. And, and after two nights without sleep, you are psychotic. Mm. Any graduate of Army Ranger School, like me, will tell you about hallucinations on the third day without sleep. And so and understand how addictive these things are. We've got the predisposition of violence added to this sleep deprivation. The two major killers of our kids are suicide and traffic deaths. And both sleep deprivation is a key component. The third major killer is drug overdoses. Just taking drugs is impaired judgment. But another angle on this whole dynamic is, is sleep deprivation creates chronic pain. And so the opiate epidemic, prescription opiates have always been there. What is, you've got to constantly say, what is the new factor? The guns have been there for a century and, and, a, and a half. What is the new factor hmm. that opiates have been there? Well, but sleep deprivation creates chronic pain. Doc, I heard all the time, give me a pill to fix it. You don't need a pill, you need more sleep. Turn off the video game. Turn off the Facebook, it, turn your cell phone off, and get some real sleep. And so sleep deprivation creates chronic pain. 
we've got this interactive dynamic of these, these addicted video games creating sleep deprivation, reinforcing violent models on children. We've mm-hmm. got the brain scan data coming in from around the planet. So one website I'd, I would recommend all your leaders is screenstrong.com. Screenstrong, one word, .com. It takes this media addiction in children from a medical perspective. And again, we're looking at sleep deprivation. We're looking at media addiction of children. Nobody should be telling adults what they can or cannot do. But children who grew up with this stuff are strongly predisposed. And, you know, when I was a kid, I never buckled my seatbelt. Every kid I know, nobody buckled their belt. We're all just fine. Not every kid with this belt unbuckled died. Most ones that died had their seatbelt unbuckled. Not all the kids that played these games become killers, but all the killers played these games. I commend your attention to a book called Inside the Mind of a Teen Killer by Phil Chalmers. Phil Chalmers has interviewed hundreds of these kids. The teen killers are almost non-existent in history, and now they're everywhere. And Phil has a chapter, How to Create a Teen Killer in 10 Easy Steps. Mm. And all the old problems are still there. All the old problems are still important. But every single time, there's one new factor. They're obsessed with the sickest movies and TV shows and video games. Phil, Phil teaches cops. I teach cops. We tell them, look, don't ask the little killer where you're inspired by a movie that makes them mad. You ask any little killer, just strike up a conversation. So we're like, hey, man, what, what's your favorite movie? I watched Natural Born Killers over 50 times. The Columbine Killers watched the movie Natural Born Killers over 50 times. Prior to that point in history, it was not possible to watch a movie. If it wasn't on TV at the theater, we didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. And so, hey, man, like, so what's your favorite TV show? I watch Breaking Bad and Sons of Anarchy and Sopranos over and over again. What's your favorite video game? I played Grand Theft Auto Five until 4 o'clock in the morning, month after month. Phil says you take any little killer, you sit him down and ask him three questions. Just don't, don't ask him was he inspired by a movie. That makes him mad. Get inside their head. Favorite TV show, favorite movie, favorite video game. Boom. Every single time. This is the new factor. And so we strive to protect our children from this violent media. But a critical component, the situation is much worse than it looks. Mm-hmm. Medical technology is holding down the murder rate. So if we had World War II level medical technology in Afghanistan, we'd have 10 times many dead American troops. And the same thing is true in America. If we had Vietnam-level medical technology in Iraq, we'd have 10 times, five times many dead American troops. The same thing is true in America. And in all these other nations, the murder rate has been held down by medical technology. I asked my cops, how many all carry a tourniquet? Every hand goes up. How many carried tourniquets 10 years ago? Nobody. Tourniquets alone, may have cut the murder rate in half in just the last decade. Mm-hmm. A cop slaps on a tourniquet, he saved a life, he's prevented a murder. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 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 the ER room saves a life, they prevented a murder. Mm-hmm. We gotta understand that one of the critical components, I'm like, you smack your head and say, of course, medical technology is holding down the murder rate, why isn't that being reported in the media? Mm-hmm. I, I tell you, these guys have blood on their hands and, and they, they've got to downplay the problem. Here's one of the most amazing things. I trained the American Sheriff's Association earlier last month. And we're looking at the number of people murdered in America. And in 2015, 2016, the number of people murdered exploded like nothing we have seen in modern history. And I asked my sheriff, why wasn't that in the news? 
If that was a stock market, we'd hear about it every day. Go to the UCR, Uniform Crime Report. Look at the number of people murdered. Plot your own graph and ask why that wasn't in the news. And, and so the, these worldwide massacres are happening. This explosion of violence in America is happening. Uh, Latin America is out of control. Medical technology is holding down the body counts. What's that mean to us? What are the action points? Number one, protect your children. Go to ScreenStrong.com. Read my book, Assassination Generation. Read Glenn Beck's book, Control. Number one, protect your children. Number two, uh, give your children good stuff. Take them outside. We have a nature deficit disorder. We need to take them hiking, take them hunting, take them outside. Now, for the first two days, they're detoxing. They're miserable. The fight or flight hormones are flushing out of their brain. When you detox that kid for the first two days, it's miserable. And then it's like somebody flipped a switch. So protect your children, but also protect yourself and protect your family. The media says there is no boogeyman, there is no bad man. They're wrong. The murder rate has exploded. It is worldwide. And the number of dead people underrepresent the problem. It's actually much worse than it looks. How many of us wish we'd have been at that Walmart in El Paso when that massacre happened? How many of us said gun-owning citizens said, I wish I'd have been there. I'd have, I'd have laid my life down to have been there and have stopped that individual. The answer is not taking away guns. Mm -hmm. The answer is trained, armed American citizens. Israel has faced this threat for three quarters of a century. Israel has found the only answer. You do not win by taking away rights. You win by giving them more rights. Give them the right to protect their children, the right to fight back. And, and yes, as much as the media hates it, the answer is Israel's answer, armed American citizens shooting back. In the Ohio massacre, Cops were there in seconds and gunned that guy down. That happened to be cops shooting back. It could have been armed citizens. When an armed citizen does stop a massacre, you never hear about it. It's the ones where nobody was there to shoot back that you hear about. So recognize the fact there is an answer you can do right now. Number one, protect your children. Mm -hmm. Violent visual imagery inflicted upon children is child abuse. Their body treats it like it's real. Number two, protect your family, protect yourself, protect your nation. Mm -hmm. armed, trained citizens. It's not enough to have the gun. You got to also be good with it. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I'm a big fan of hojutsu, the martial art of the firearm, H-O-J-U-T-S-U.com, hojutsu. I trained for years to get my black belt in hojutsu. Uh, uh, and, uh, and if you want to strive, you know, 20 million Americans are in the martial arts. Only a couple thousand compete. The idea of striving for the next belt, of striving for the next standard, to take the martial arts and apply it to firearms is brilliant. Hujutsu.com. And, and protect your children, protect your family, protect your nation by being armed, trained citizens, and take this violent visual imagery out of your children's lives. If you'd have told my mom to buckle up those five kids, she said it wasn't possible. It became the law and it got done. Don't wait for it to be the law. Protect your children now. Take this violent visual imagery out of their lives and protect them. As, as at the same time that we arm ourselves, protect our family, also protect them from the sickness that comes over that screen. Uh, let them watch the virtuous good old shows, Bonanza and Gunsmoke and, and, and all those good old virtuous shows where, where violence was used when it was necessary to protect lives and it was not vividly depicted. Mm. Fill your children's lives full of good things and take the bad things out. 
and protect them from the sick media and the sick video games and the violent world out there that is coming to harm our citizens. Arm yourself, train yourself, and the old values that were carved into the DNA of our nation with the Second Amendment is the right of the American citizen to protect themselves. You know violence, you know what to do about it, but this violence being fed to our children and TV, movie, and video games, need to know what to do about that. ScreenStrong.com, my book, Assassination Generation, is a good place to begin. Absolutely. I, I can't agree with you more uh, about the, the very proactive stance that, you know, even if we're not parents, we, uh, maybe we have nephews and nieces. Maybe we have a, a sphere of influence um, because we volunteer at church or something like that. We can help people to better understand the benefits. We don't have to, you know, parent shame, you know, and say you're doing this wrong, but we can definitely, you know, point them in a different direction and say, hey, there's this wonderful group that goes out and, and does, you know, outdoor yoga, or there's this wonderful group that's going up into the, the pines over the weekend and, and find ways to possibly get them where they, you know, and initially that's going to be foreign to them because they want their air conditioning, they want their sofa, they want their... They're detoxing. The fight, What's for, that? The, the, for the first two days, they're detoxing. They're miserable. The fight or flight hormones are flushing out of their brain for the first time and Lord knows how long. So ride out those first two days. Be careful. This is a, a dangerous time. But after two days, like somebody threw a switch and detox those kids. Amen. I love it. Um, and when you were talking about uh, the, the, a lot of these uh, killers, uh, when you ask them what their favorite show or their favorite movie or whatever is, and you know they, they would name off some very violent things, uh, I have two things to, to say about that. One is a question and one's a statement. The statement is there's this new movie out that uh, I have zero intention of seeing because it looked all fun and cute and everything. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm totally going to see that. It's called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And then I saw the part of the preview where a lady steps out and goes, hi, I'm Sharon Tate. And I'm like, hold the phone a minute here. Are they going to try to make the Manson murders where Sharon Tate was murdered in her home and she was pregnant when she was murdered and her baby was cut out of her body. Are they going to try to make that cute and funny? What they did, Cheryl, what they did in the movie was they rewrote history with two Hollywood guys who killed the attackers on Sharon Tate. So, you know, we're, we're still giving notoriety to these horrible killers, but we're showing now vivid depictions of violence, flamethrower death, when people are French fried alive, flame floor deaths of these people who came to kill Sharon Tate. It's a Sam Peckinpah movie. Peckinpah has always been extraordinarily violent. Uh, and, and you're right, you know, just, just protect your children from these images. I recognize that the, the, these, are, these people in Hollywood are not our friends. Uh, they're trying to take your guns and feed death to your children. Uh, and, and they're only answered to the impact of the sickness as well take guns away when that is not really the answer once the guns are gone we'll be like mexico we'll be like any of the 20 top we'll be unarmed and still be victims of violence the criminal will always change the law the it's, criminal will always break the law 
It is the weirdest kind of logic to me. The, the media, the news, uh, the politicians, they're doing everything they can to terrify the, the American public, terrify us that at any moment these things can happen, which is true. At any moment, these things can happen. There are predators out there. There are murderers walking amongst us. They're doing everything they can to terrify us. And they say, but your solution is to completely disarm yourself. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Where did the logic train go? Amen. Hey, you know, full disclosure, uh, I I co-own a gun company with my son, as you guys do. Uh, we're sheepdogknifeandgun.com. We got access to all of the Daytonics 45 1911 legacy parts. We're making the last batch of 1911s, every, uh, Daytonics. Every one of them is custom made. I test shoot, and I've got five groups, a, a, a target that I test shot five groups with every one of these guns. My son's a master gunsmith. A, a, a four or $5,000 gun available for less than two grand, 1995. Uh, the, the last legacy Daytonics guns, real, 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 uh, uh, truly going to be collector's items. Uh, sheepdogknifeandgun.com, sheepdogknifeandgun.com. Uh, arm yourself and arm yourself well and get a, a five, four or $5,000 gun for under two grand. Uh, uh, the last of the customs Daytonics guns, uh, sheepdogknifeandgun.com. I love that. And I want you to help uh, the part of my audience that's unfamiliar with the, the terminology sheepdog, help them better understand what do we mean by sheepdog to have the sheepdog spirit, uh, you know, sheepdog mentality and mindset. You know, it's, it's funny you mentioned sheepdogs. Uh, Joe, grab a copy of, uh, of the two kids books, please. You, you mentioned sheepdogs. Uh, the whole sheep, the wolf, and the sheepdog thing has gone viral but it's an extract of my book uh, on combat. On And we've lost you for a moment. I'm gonna pause for a second, come back when you do.